A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. Yes. Yes, let's yeah, do each other's shows. I can't wait to ask you questions about Winston Churchill. Yeah, fuck you. Hey, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. What's up? Okay, so we have some announcements top of show. First of all, we created a Discord server, which you may or may not have heard of before, depending on if you're a gamer or not. But apparently, like, this is catching on outside of the gaming community. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like... A chat room, sort of like Slack, and it's a way to just like do live chats for episodes as they're airing, discuss Bravo news as it's breaking. Mm-hmm. We have a general chat room to just kind of talk about anything. So it's pretty cool. You could find a link to it at comethroughqueen.com. It's an app that you could download on your phone. Also, there's like a like a desktop application as well if you're into that instead so check it out like the it's already kind of going so jump in join the conversation right yeah it's hopping um we are doing this just like as an experiment to like see if this catches on um and if people this is like a preferred method over like something like our facebook group if people want to do this instead could be a thing but yeah, like Dan said, the interface is exactly like using Slack. If you use Slack at work, you will have no problem jumping on and using this. It's like exactly the same. Yeah. Um, we also wanted to remind everyone that we cha- made some changes to our Patreon. So the highest level tier is now only $5 a month. You get every week a pre-show. And then mm-hmm. uh, we frequently release bonus episodes as well. Um, so check that out. If you have never been a member, you immediately get access to all the old episodes we've already posted. So there's right. to catch up on. We've done a whole recap of every episode of Real Housewives of DC. And we are currently doing um, recaps of the series premiere of all of the American Housewives shows. We've done everything up through Beverly Hills so far. Yeah. So check that out. Um, but speaking of series premieres, wow, what a segue, Brendan. Um, wow, you're mine. We got the trailer for the first new franchise since 2016. Can you believe it's been four years? Like, in some ways, it feels like a minute ago, and in other respects, like 2016 is a very long time ago. I mean, we were doing this podcast when these shows first premiered right yeah we were yeah crazy yeah um so if you didn't know it's we're talking about salt lake city here and Mm -hmm. people magazine revealed the trailer and the information about the new series so why don't i kind of give a little rundown of that uh the real housewives franchise is headed to the slopes People can exclusively reveal the first trailer for the latest installment of Bravo's popular franchise, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. 
The series will follow the exclusive social circle of Lisa Barlow, Mary Crosby, Heather Gay, Meredith Marks, Whitney Rose, and Jen Shah as they navigate a society fueled by religion, beauty, wealth, and perfection. Gay says at one point, perfection is attainable. <laughs> Although Salt Lake City <laughs> is the global headquarters for Mormons, not all the women follow the religion. Marx is Jewish, Cosby is Pentecostal, and Barlow is Jewish by heritage and Mormon by choice. Which always reminds me, like every time I've watched this trailer, it reminds me of like, um, remember the, when the Kardashians would say, Sisters by blood, best friends by choice. Mm -hmm. um, but while both Rose and Shaw have left the Mormon church, Rose says it's a very big deal that I'm no longer Mormon while Shaw adds that she's converting to Islam. So go check out the trailer. It's premiering November 11th at 10 p.m. And we're going to get to that in a minute. But we also need to um, discuss Mary Cosby's bio <laughs> on the people okay so there is something about mary there's something about mary and this is it i'm sorry i said crosby before i don't know like in my brain i thought she was mary crosby all along but it's cosby um yeah same i think it's like you automatically put the r there because you don't want to associate her with bill cosby yeah okay so with a i don't even know how, to, how do you pronounce this word a penchant a penchant for god couture and only the finest champagne, Mary Cosby, is a Pentecostal first lady who inherited her family's empire of churches, restaurants, and more. The caveat in her taking over the family business was that she married her late grandmother's second husband, Robert Cosby Sr. They have since been married for 20 years and have one teenage son together. Small but mighty and always dressed to the nines, her unconventional past has made her guarded and she quickly finds herself on shaky ground with some ladies. Wow. There's so much to discuss. Where do we start, Brendan? Um, I think the place that I want to start is like, I'm surprised a little bit by. So BravoCon day two. We get the announcement that we're getting Real Houses of Salt Lake City. I think like a lot of us were disappointed that Bravo was going in this direction. Yeah. Because we viewed Salt Lake City maybe as not. A diversity. Yeah. But I'm pleasantly surprised by what we've got from what I can see. Yeah. I mean, we have two Jewish women, two women of color, um, a ex-Mormon, someone who is currently Mormon. Um, there's a lot going on there. And mm -hmm. I kind of like the spin on this city, it being about like religion. Right. That's new and for us. Yeah, it's new for us. And different religions. Mm-hmm. So I'm very into that. Um, what I'm not into, however, is the 10 p.m. time slot. You hate a 10 p.m. time slot, and I can't blame you. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind a 10 p.m. Watch What Happens Live because we're going to wrap that up in a half hour. Mm -hmm. But a full hour, like the last 15 minutes, I'm like struggling, especially if we right. don't have like an iconic episode, if it's just like a filler episode or something. Mm -hmm. So I don't love that. And I feel like it's kind of setting it up not to succeed much like Bravo does with Dallas. Yeah, agreed on that, which is like, I feel like there's more excitement around Salt Lake City than there was when Dallas and Potomac came out yeah i think like with like potomac everyone was kind of like that's random where is that and like dallas people just like we've already done some reality shows based in dallas on bravo that didn't quite work out so sure. i think there's like more excitement around salt lake city so hopefully that helps it i also think bravo fans were not ready to make new friends for dallas and potomac and i think we are as a community ready to make new friends I think this has been a year where Bravo fans are ready for changes. We've seen changes in how production is done, how much they're showing us of what has been shot as far as like breaking the fourth wall. People are loving it. We're getting new housewives. We're letting old housewives go. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're right on that. People are ready. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have to discuss this Mary aspect. Uh, Mary. So, she's married to her, her step-grandfather, basically. 
Pretty much, yeah. It's her grandmother's second husband, who apparently was 20 years younger than the grandmother and mm-hmm. is 20 years older than Mary. Okay. And he is a pastor, and she's yeah. like what they call a first lady, much like Giselle Bryant. Okay. I thought she also had kind of a role in it too, or maybe not. She like, I guess because she got to inherit the churches and the restaurants. Yeah. And I mean, that is already pretty salacious in and of itself, but then people have been like digging into her past a little bit. And apparently the grandmother's body was exhumed like well after the, burial to like investigate the possibility of foul play that is crazy yeah so to me it's kind of like a Teresa Giudice situation in terms of like coming onto the show when you have a lot of baggage right I mean the difference with Teresa is she maybe didn't really know what she was getting herself into and like what baggage she had, but Mary knows what baggage she has. Yeah. Mary's baggage is like out there and was pretty easy to find. Like the day that her name was released as part of the trailer, people had already found this information. Yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised that the sleuths did not uncover this sooner. True. Yeah. That's a good point. I like to me, I don't care about, I don't care about a new show until the cast is released. Yeah. 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 It's different with like a housewife who's coming onto an existing show, but like for a new show, I'm just like, I don't even know where to start. So exactly. Um, I do want to say watching the trailer, Jen Shaw really jumped off the page for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, she was ready. Like she had her social media accounts up she was tweeting. She's posting these beautiful images on Instagram. <laughs> she had a WAP video ready to go. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so who of these women have you started following already? Um, I, I think like the date was released. I like Dave Quinn from People Magazine, who like kind of was the first one to tweet about it. Um, Mm -hmm. said like follow blah 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 blah. and it was like Jen Shaw Heather Gay and maybe one other person I want to say that one and I followed all three just to jump on jump on board right away because like you and I and Alex love following a new housewife and tricking them into following us back yeah so Dorinda follows all of us back to this day yeah and she only follows like 600 people (laughs) crazy um but anyway like so I followed those three I don't even know. So Jen Shaw is very active and vocal. Um, Heather took a little while, but she's starting to like tweet things here and there. And Mm -hmm. I don't even know who the third person is because they seemingly don't tweet. (laughs) Like I have to go back and look at my following list. Um, But yeah, on Instagram, I probably won't follow them on my personal account, but I do have to follow them using my like um, stealth Bravo Oh, your burner account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Finsta, oh my as the kids Your Finsta. Well, Finsta's used for something else, but <laughs> um, yeah, I only followed Heather Gay because okay. of what you will learn about later in this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one last thing is it's strange to think how this is premiering November 11th after the election. That scares the shit out of me because that is potentially a very depressing time in our lives. Yeah, yeah. So uh, here's this. Okay, if you want to watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and enjoy it, you better do. You better be doing cartwheels to the poles. Yes, do some cartwheels to the poles, please. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that you're, like, spreading the word of my campaign. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if nothing else, I know that, like, there's obviously varying opinions about our reality right now, but... Our plea is if you want to enjoy Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, then get to the polls. Yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> um, let's get to Denise Richards leaving Beverly Hills. Um, none of us are surprised. Yeah. 
none of us are surprised. And it's interesting, like the way it's kind of been rolled out. I think, what was it? Like an, it was a variety uh, mm-hmm. post at first. Yeah, it was um, Kate Arthur from Variety, who is a film critic and like a well-respected film critic that has gotten the Bravo beats recently, which is great because we got that piece that came out a few weeks ago about like the state of Bravo amid COVID and like Black Lives Matter protests and all of that, which was great. So, But like the post on Variety, there was really no statement from Denise. Mm -hmm. It was just her rep confirming she's not returning. (laughs) Yeah. But um, Andy had something to say about her leaving. And what he did was also weird. Like, talking about the fact that they were negotiating a deal for Denise to come back and that Mm -hmm. they couldn't reach a deal. He gets wild on that serious show. I need to subscribe. I don't know where I would listen. Is there an app? Is it on an app? Oh, there is an app, I want to say. Yeah. Because I would actually subscribe probably for his show. And then Michelle Collins has a show. But I don't think yeah. hers is on Radio Andy, so it's like I'd have to be, like, picking two. Oh, I thought it was. Maybe I'm Maybe wrong. Maybe it is. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I actually, I had Sirius, I think, like, when I got my car, I had, like, a six-month trial, mm-hmm. and then obviously just didn't re-up it. But it was, yeah. like, fun to tune into Radio Andy while I had it. Yeah, and I mean, like, I've been, thank God Michelle Collins has come back with her podcast, because I also have that, and it's like, you forget... You forget how funny she is if you're not, like, listening to her constantly, but, like, so funny. Yeah. But um, about the Denise thing, okay, not reaching a deal. I'm I'm sure part of it is money, but I also bet part of it is, like, if I'm coming back, like, these are the rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these are my conditions. Like, you can't talk about this, this, or this. Like, Yeah. yeah. But, like, fine. Okay. See a Denise. Yeah, it's right? like, I mean, like once we got to the Denise parts of the reunion, I was like, do I care about this anymore? And yeah. like, she wasn't even talking during the other parts of the reunion, so it's just like, okay. Yeah, I think that's the perfect segue. Let's get into part two of the Beverly Hills reunion. Great, let's yeah. do it. Okay, so what to you are the main parts of this? Well, I think the interesting thing that like i had forgotten about because the last half of the season became so much just about denise i had forgotten about the whole dorit kyle fight which i think is a much more interesting fight than anything that happened with denise oh yeah it's very interesting um because i do see kyle's point in terms of like a reality show Mm -hmm. produced performance where like this is what beverly hills is it's like they're all acting Right. So Dorit's not allowed to have like a legitimate response to Ka- the way Kyle is running her business. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, I think Dorit didn't argue her point so well. Like she should have said like, I love your fashion line. I think that you're doing amazing. What I was just shocked about was like how the runway show was being put together. Yeah. And how like we were, what a day till the runway show and like you were seeing things for the first time, which is crazy if you're putting your name on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like Dorit would have had a bigger leg to stand on if she went with that route. Right. And then there was the other part of the fight that was about Dorit being late to things and all of that. And that's my favorite part because like Dorit was bringing us some iconic fashion moments. Mm -hmm. And I will say I even liked Kyle in part of this fight because as Garcelle pointed out, Kyle's impression of Dorit's like posing is actually really funny. What Legitimately was, funny. What was also interesting related to this is we got the unseen footage of Erica mm-hmm. like being drunk and kooky. Being, like wasted. Like why don't why wasn't that not in the episode? I know, and like Fucking there's a snack in my boot is high key humor. <laughs> Unafraid to reference. Though I will say, don't watch Toy Story 4. It is the most anxiety inducing film I've ever seen. Wow. Okay. Um, no, but like this particular franchise loves showing us like put on drunk antics. Mm-hmm. And 
Erica was not putting on. Right. I. It's like, why do they shoot themselves in the foot all yeah. the time and not show us what we actually want to see? Yeah. Now, the other thing about this fight between Kyle and Dorit that's strange is the fact that not a few weeks later, they are traveling on vacation together. I know. They they were like on a private jet going to somewhere. Yeah. I think they're in um the fancy place people go in the mountains in Colorado Aspen. Yeah. And and they're hanging out after the taping. Mhm. As the like Fox Force 5 or whatever. <laughs> the Fox Force 5. Yeah. So, I think it's just like maybe they had a deal going into it being like we're going to come at each other a little bit for this, but yeah. we'll still be friends or something. I don't know. Like, I hate that. Right. I hate thinking about that. I do, too. Um, I do love them asking Kyle what is the line as far as glam goes. Like, where where exactly oh, yeah. does it fall? And even Andy being like, yeah, where does it, like, where does it fall, like, appropriate glam? Where you're yeah. not ragamuffin and you're not Dorit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that is, like, a very valid point. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really have an answer. She did not have an answer. Yeah. Um, we also kind of got into the like Garcelle versus Rena thing in terms of Rena's daughter. Yeah. Amelia Earl Grey T or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um this wasn't like really that satisfying. I know, and like I liked when Andy was going into like talk about how much Amelia Gray's paying for rent almost six thousand dollars, and Rena was like, "Well, actually, it's like five thousand seven hundred and some so and so that she pays for because she makes more money than all of us." And I'm like, "You really think that she's making more money than Andy Cohen?" Yeah, I mean, also, I feel like that statement is trying to like do the self fulfilling prophecy of like my daughter is a model, right? Like if we say that enough times, like she she is a model, kind of like isn't she a model though, right? Is she really? I don't know. I mean, I've seen her in things, but she's not like Gigi Hadid. She's like a niche like model that you like. She's like a niche model. But wasn't the other daughter like kind of a bigger model? Hey there, Delilah Bell. Yeah. I really don't know anything about the modeling world. So feel free to write in and correct us if they have like done like Gucci Prada. Oh yeah. The gap, the gap is the gap still around. I think so. They closed the one on 34th street. Sad. Um, I, that just made me think like, we haven't really seen much of Delilah Bell. This season besides the DNA party. Yeah. Her storyline will be next season. I do think that DNA is a brilliant name. But, like, I think it also existed. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. I mean, like, Garcelle felt sort of bad about bringing it up. Did she? Yeah. Am I dreaming Yeah, but they were trying to say, Teddy was trying to say that it was brought up in a lighthearted conversation. But wasn't it, like, in the same conversation, Garcelle was like, these are the issues I'm worried about and face mm. with my son and his addiction issues. So yeah. it's like she was bringing her own experience into it. She wasn't being like ugly and just being like, you're a bad mom for this, this and this. She was like, we all struggle with parenting and this is what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think that's the perfect moment for us to touch on. Like there's rumors swirling, I guess. Garcelle might've said on uh, Jenny McCarthy's radio show that she's returning. I guess. Yeah. So I first saw the comments. I saw the Bravo historian, which is like an Instagram account post that Garcelle is back. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I guess Gemma in our Facebook group said that Garcelle had said that she was coming back on the Jenny McCarthy show, which I think is also on serious. Yeah. Um, So I'll wait for like a variety link. But mm. hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. I know. And if we don't get a casting notification that Sutton gets a diamond, what will we do? Mm. Yeah. 
It's the it's the Brendan curse. It's the come through queen curse. True, true. Um, also, like, I'm not sure how they would film right now with like all the shit going down on the West Coast. Right, LA is like so locked down. Yeah, all well, my meetings this morning with people on the West Coast, it was like they were like, "Yeah, I was walking outside yesterday, and like ashes were falling on me." That's so scary. I mean, I'm so sorry to all you guys living on the West Coast. I know it's truly terrifying. Like as if what we were dealing with already wasn't enough. I know. I know because it's like LA's even more locked down than New York right now as far as like COVID stuff. Uh-huh. So like it's like a double whammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um was there anything other than Denise stuff that came up during this reunion? It was just Denise stuff and there was a lot of like talk about <gasps> text. Oh no, there's something I do want to bring up. What was it? The Teddy Joe sliced finger story. Uh, that's an important point that I made a note in my brain to bring up because like the fact that it involves Dr. Paul Nassif. Love it. Love it. Oh, and then there was another moment, a Sutton moment, actually. Ooh. The moment where Sutton, they were talking about how Sutton had called Lisa's dancing weird. Mm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And like, I will say, I'm a Dorit stand through and through. But Dorit tried to pick a fight where there wasn't a fight. She was like, just like, own up to it, Sutton. And then Lisa Lisa Renna was like, it is weird. Like, I think it's weird, too. <laughs> I mean, I encourage more Dorit versus Sutton so we could get more, like, let the mouse go. I'm going to freak the fuck out. Like, my favorite scene from the season. We should get a Denise, I mean, a, a Dorit versus Sutton versus going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All their biggest hits. <laughs> okay. Um, the Denise stuff. So, like, it's pretty much confirmed, like, she's confirming that she didn't want Brandy there. She it, she basically said that, like, she was able to control that, I guess. Yeah. But, like, Andy, it was so weird, like, Andy saying, like, oh, like, this is the reason. And then, like, on Watch What Live saying, oh, no, actually, never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I think in the moment he wanted to look like he was in power. Yeah, yeah. Like, he actually made the decision, but, like, Denise has all the power. Yeah. The crown is heavy, darling. The crown is heavy, but she's leaving it. <laughs> <laughs> Where it belongs. On someone else's head. Sutton's. Sutton's, yeah. <laughs> with that big with that big bun in the middle of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bring back the bun for next week. I was happy please. to revisit it in the flashback for that episode. Yeah, yeah. Um... Like, I don't really care that much about the Denise stuff. Is there anything, like, to say? No, it's just, like, it's what Beverly Hills always turns into. She said, she said. She said. Yeah, yeah. By the seashore. By the seashore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad we only have one more part left. And I gotta say, the... I would say the Brandy Z-Way Watch What Happens Live immediately following is canon to this reunion. Agreed. And do you think that Brandy will actually go on Z-Way's show? Uh, God bless her. <laughs> if she does. <laughs> I would also like to see Andy on Z-Way's show. Oh, but like, how do you think that would go? Not well. Yeah, I mean, if she sticks to, like, the the playbook, you know? I mean, she will. The, it's been really interesting. I've been, like, watching her on other shows and then watching her show. And, like, her show is purely, like, a comedy show, like she says. And so mm-hmm. she treats it and it lives in that space where then I'll watch her on Watch Women's Live and she's, like, completely different. I listened to her on um, Katie Maloney's podcast. She was on Katie Maloney's podcast? Yeah, I sort of texted you. It was, like, this past week. How was it? It was interesting. Well, I mean, like, Z-Way's a big fan of Vanderbump Rules. So, like, it was, like, an interesting, good conversation. I am literally going to run and not walk to this. Katie 
Katie needs to work on her interview skills, I think. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> we listened to the James Kennedy episode. Brendan, it's it's like every answer James gives, she like she has to answer the question that she asked as well. Like I know. It's like, where did you grow up, James? And then James answers and she's like, Well, I grew up like here. Like, what music did you listen to? And she's like, oh, Well, I listened to this. <laughs> it's like I know. I listened to that too. I thought it was like it was annoying but i thought the inner i thought it in general it was okay because it was like nice to hear the two of them like come together and like i don't know be in a I good mean, if place you're, if you're like thinking of it from that context but like from the context of an interview mm-hmm. it was kind of rough yeah it was like there was a moment in the podcast where like z-way basically was talking about how like which Z, katie asked z-way about like quote-unquote cancel culture and Z-Way was basically talking about how, like, that doesn't actually, like, exist. Like, because mm. these people don't, like, they're not canceled. They get to go about it their lives. Like, they don't, like, lose their oh. homes, like, et cetera. So, but then, like, Katie, right after that, like, talked about why, quote-unquote, cancel culture was, like, bad. <laughs> so, oh it was, like, it's... And Z-Way was very nice to not, like, come back at that with, like, an actual thing. So, it's an interesting conversation. It's just so interesting to hear the two of them talk. Do they talk about Stasi at all or no? I would assume no. Not. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Wow. God. And love, in the comments of Love promoting in, another podcast on this podcast. I know. But it's like <laughs> in the comments of a uh, a lot of Z-Way's uh posts about her show, people are always suggesting having Stasi on. Mm. And I wonder if that'll happen because now she's very close to the Stasi world. But we do know Stassi's doing her first interview with uh, Tamron. Yeah, when is that happening? I don't know. But I mean, Tamron's like, Tam- having a lot of big interviews. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez. Wow. Okay. Good for her. Okay. Um, shall we move on to New York? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're live and in person, baby. Can we talk about the set? Because I think a lot of people hated the set. Okay. I loved the set. I would say I'm in between. I liked I liked this little shtick they did where it was like the warehouse full of old remnants of old reunions and like true scholars can point out like this was that reunion, this was that reunion, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand why they had it at the castle if they were mm-hmm. going to do this. Yeah, they could have done it like anywhere. Yeah. It's interesting to me that they kept this stuff. I don't know how that works, but I would, I have no idea how that works. My first guess was they found lookalike stuff or like replicated mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I truly don't know how it works. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad we're here. I'm so happy for it. But at the same time, like I do feel like we're scre- like we're shouting from like, down the block to each other. Well, yeah, because of like how they had to film it with cameras. It's like, they couldn't do a true circle yeah. unless they did something like another way of filming it. Yeah. So it's like literally down the block. Yeah. Also so interesting to me, like, okay, we always comment and think about like the placement on the couch. Like, Leah got the ultimate placement of all time. I know. Because there is only one person next to Andy, and that is Leah Mob herself. It was her first season, and it was her, it was her season. It's- I mean, the fact that we start the reunion with, like, everyone, a round of applause for Leah. Yeah. Please the name clap. on everybody's lips is Leah. <laughs> it's not Roxy or whatever. Sarah Paulson. <laughs> um, John Oliver. John Oliver. Yeah. Like, Leah, we love you. (laughs) (laughs) Have we ever done this? No. And it's like, it's even during that point, like, even like Ramona was sucking up. Yeah. It's like, Leah's the future. God. Wow. But then there was rumblings about her taking Roni off of her profile. Can we stop with this, like, taking things off the profile drama that we get into every two weeks in quarantine? It's, like, it's happened so fucking much. 
I know, I know, I know. But I it's know. like how those like popular Instagram accounts like keep excitement brewing is like stuff like that. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah. they also like do good reporting. Yeah. But. Okay. So we kind of like, after like giving Leah her flowers, um, we're like talking COVID. Yeah. And this What's is like it? the context what I want to talk COVID. This is like the fun type of talking COVID. So. Did you notice, and I don't know if it was edited out or what, that Andy did not ask, like, what Dorinda had been up to during quarantine? Oh, good point. He asked everyone else. Crazy. I wonder if it was edited out. But, like, what, like why would they have edited it out? Just because it was boring? Because we know that she's been in the Berkshires? Or, like, maybe there was, like, some, like, you know, like how we edit things out when like something fucks up or like something mm-hmm. goes awry, like maybe something maybe happened the, there. Yeah, maybe the NYC thing in the background fell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like the, they're doing more and more keeping fuck ups in, which I love. Yeah. And we get right into Ramona gallivanting during COVID. Oh my God. I don't wear a mask in the ocean. I, I don't even understand what she's talking about. I think she was saying because she was staying on the ocean, she was okay to like not be wearing a mask there. Yeah, yeah. That's strange. Remember when Ramona was like our quarantine queen? We were For like, like five minutes. <laughs> we were like so surprised that she was like setting a good example. I was even like giving her the benefit of the doubt of like going down to Florida. I was like, maybe she drove the whole way, like yeah. that kind of stuff. But then she like flushed that, that down the toilet in two seconds. Yeah. Now we have to like state this. It's crazy. Much like Dorit and Kyle getting together right after uh, fighting during the reunion. Like, Leah, minutes after filming this reunion, then jet setting with Tinsley. I know. And like going to Arizona, like what what are you what are you doing? Like it's like you know, I think we're at the point now where it's like everyone is making their own risk assessments and like like living their life and like how they want to and like we can't like nitpick everything, but like Mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said for having this big blowout on the reunion in a public forum and then going and doing what you were just fighting about. Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Makes you think. Makes you think. Okay. Um, I gotta say, <laughs> Sonia giving us Ellen Barkin. I mean, Ellen Barkin is a beautiful woman. So, like, what a person to emulate. I know. And, I mean, like, she's not our first reality star fave who's done it. I mean, Katya, famously in All Stars 2, served us an Ellen Barkin look. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Sonia, Sonia, both Sonia and Lou are, like, having fun this reunion. Yeah. You know? It's not about them, but they're here to, like, give us comedy, give us looks, whatever. Yeah. Okay, um, I think a big chunk of this is, like, the the Tinsdale of it all. Mm-hmm. Tinsley um, is back on the scene, living her dream. It's really good to see Tinsley, I will say. It would have been weird if Tinsley was not here. Yeah, and I'm glad, like, she could have totally just, like, said, fuck that. Yeah, yeah ate whatever penalty to her contract or whatever and just been like, fuck that. But the fact that she wants to come back, give the fans what they want, I think is beautiful. Yeah. Hashtag proud of Tinsley. Let's get it trending. Yes. Yes, please do. <laughs> okay. I, I know this falls like at the end of the reunion, but like it's what's, if Leah's on everyone's lips, Dorinda screaming during the season 11 trailer is on everyone's mind right now. I know it's like we've had instances in the past where things were included in the trailer and left out of the show. 
yeah. I think of and like I think that sometimes housewives have the power to call production and make a case for why something shouldn't be included in the show. And it feels like Dorinda did that with this John thing. Yeah. Because in season four, like, after seeing the trailer, Ramona got something removed from the show famously where yeah. she was being a racist piece of shit. Yep. Yeah. Has it happened in any other city? I can't think of it. I don't know. Um, well, what's also strange is that Dorinda was screaming at Leah in the trailer for this season, and then that was never shown mm-hmm. in the Berkshires. Yeah. So I was at a producer's panel at BravoCon. Yeah. And one of the producers basically said that he spends an hour every morning from like seven to eight in the morning talking to Dorinda on the phone. And so he is like, they were very close. So I think Dorinda had a lot of power with particular producers because she just would be in their ear all the time. What? How have you never mentioned this before? I'm pretty sure I mentioned, I might've mentioned it after I went to BravoCon. At seven in the morning. <laughs> seven in the morning, every morning. He said, because they were talking about like how much they hear from different producers. And I assume like from what I know, each producer, I don't know how they do it in every different production company, but each producer I think is assigned to a wife. Yeah, I think who so, yeah. They have to like be at their beck and call almost. Yeah. And so that's where you get like things when you hear about like producers texting different housewives to be like, this is boring, like do something and like that type of thing. So I think like in the other way, it can also work the other way where like to not to like relieve a headache. If I were a producer and like a housewife was hounding me constantly, I would like do certain things so that she's not like making my life miserable. And I think that might be what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Now, what what are we screaming about? <laughs> Scott gave John money. Yeah, so rumors are, and I would believe this, rumors are is that like John is a big gambler. Mm. And that maybe what happened is that like he had some gambling debt that he asked Scott a rich person out for. Yeah. Other rumor that I could like believe also is that like Dorinda, John, Carol, and Adam agreed to do the coupon cabin commercials for free, but then John went back later and like asked for like a check. Mm. Oh, does that make sense? Yeah. So, wow. Who knows? I'm like dying, dying to go back and watch season 11. Do it. I want to see like. Dorinda intensely up until the trip. I want to see. I want to see where in the trip this takes place, and I want to see them after. I'm like dying to. We should. Oh, we should maybe do like a rewatch of a few episodes and then do a Patreon about it or something. Mm, very interesting. Okay. No, pro- no promises, but subscribe to our Patreon. Mm, yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anything else about the New York reunion that... I mean, okay. This, no. Actually, yes, yes, yes. Like... Okay. Um, Dorinda and Ramona, when, when Andy was asking Dorinda about, like, her alcohol usage and stuff, like, Ramona chiming in, and then, like, Dorinda was able to spin it, like, oh, it's, like, Ramona who's bringing it up to, like, try to make me look bad, and blah, 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 blah. And like, and like Andy's trying to be like, no, like just you talk to me. Mm-hmm. But we weren't getting that. Right. But then you like see Ramona when Tinsley and Dorinda are arguing and like Dorinda's not able to give a apology. And Ramona's like walking her through giving an apology and like pointing out, like trying to get the attention of Andy and everyone that Dorinda's making an apology, which yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, that's where like, 
Ramona doesn't usually get producer e with others. She like self produces sure. because she knows at the end of the day, like if she did something shitty, she needs to apologize. So I think she was like, yeah. she's known as the apologizer. So that keeps her good yeah. on the show. So I think she was trying to do the same for Dorinda to like keep her in good graces, yeah. like so that we can keep this moving. Because at the end of the day, we need yeah. to like get to the end of this reunion and have some resolution so that we can come back fresh the next season and start anew. Yeah. I mean, what we got is essentially what I predicted in terms of Dorinda sinking her ship. Right. Like, like, I mean, she was so bad during this reunion. Horrible. Yeah. But like, at the same time, I would like this to be a break and not a farewell. And I've never heard Andy talk like this, like you said. Yeah. Andy has never said, like, I want this housewife to have a break and then, like, come back in a season or two. And he's been doing that all over on his serious show about Dorinda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to Potomac. Let's go. Our only, our only like, non-reunion episode this week i know and thank you for it and thank you for these women in every single fucking moment of this show yeah we're picking up from the crab shack enjoying our natural mustards the poopy poop that we heard it's not actually poop didn't someone post something about how it's not actually crab poop in our discord yeah 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 um yeah, so go check out the Discord and find out like what it is. Okay. <laughs> Great <laughs> so, teaser. I know, right? <laughs> so as I predicted, as Candace kind of like spoiled by tweeting about it online, like they mm-hmm. don't bring it up at the dinner table. And like good. And I was proud of the way Candace and Giselle did this. Yeah. I mean like much like hashtag proud of Tinsley, hashtag proud of Candace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're like saving it to like pull Ashley aside. And Monique like getting so mad that people weren't coming down to the fire pit. And then like lollygagging around trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> Where are the graham crackers? <laughs> With the graham crackers and everything. I like, I loved how each player was playing this game to an extent. Monique was kind of getting, anno- getting annoying, but I loved like Giselle and Candace like keeping it cool on that weird couch in front of those lime green walls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Monique is really taking a turn right now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, it now makes sense that we have the fight next week. Right. Because I don't know why is she so, like, amped up right now about everything. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think, like, the weird thing is, like, people are right now liking Candace when no one ever thought that that would be the reality. Yeah. I don't know. So... It, it turns... Well, they, they talked to Ashley... I thought it was interesting how the conversation was only about the strippers and not about him saying that he has a boyfriend and a wife. I know. And like watching her take in this information so calmly and like, yeah, whatever yeah. was like depressing to me. Yeah. For real. Cause like, what's that Taylor Swift lyric? I think I've seen this film before. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. I sing that all the time. And I didn't like the ending. Exactly. Um, So it's kind of interesting. Like after receiving that news, I might like cut my trip short, (laughs) go back and take care of business. Right. She's just like hanging for another day. (laughs) Right. Right. It is kind of weird. Like I would have, gone with Giselle like back to well I guess Giselle was going to New York but I but I would have left at the same time as Giselle if anything like don't wake yeah. the baby up and just like leave first thing yeah I mean 
not for nothing, I think Ashley is committed to this show because she's had everything exposed. Like her entire relationship has been dragged to hell, yet she still yeah. stays. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She does not stay up for our fun night with the gals. Fireball night. That fireball night exhausted me. I know. So we have Wendy, Karen, Candace, and um, Monique. Kind of upset that that Robin's not hanging. I know, but Robin did the nice thing and went and walked Giselle home. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was like, I was getting fucked up watching this without having fireball. Like the effects that the editors were putting on, like (laughs) the like CBD thing coming out in the middle. I was like, Oh my God, how are they doing this? And then the way Karen was slurring through the conversation. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, first of all, like props to the producer that stayed up <laughs> and mm-hmm. filmed this. With, with their iPhone. Yeah. I mean, we've been begging for them to do this, and we finally got it. I know. The, the way that Karen wanted to go deep talk and Monique politely declined and was like, no, I just want to have a few laughs and a few drinks. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. was perfect. I know. Although I got to say, like, Karen is, like, opening up to a degree that we never have seen. I know. I'm, I'm pretty sure she was like, this season, I'm putting it all out there about the Ray stuff to get, like, people on my side. And it's going to be great. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, usually the trajectory with a housewife is, like, they get more closed. Yeah, you're Kyle Richards. Yeah. You're Lisa Vanderpump's. Exactly. So, gotta applaud her there. Um, and, and like Candace is like able to hang with Monique and keep it cool. It was a fun scene. It was a fun night. Yeah, Wendy and like Karen sitting next to each other, even though they're not really getting along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the next morning we wake up. Um, Giselle's gone. Wait, can we mention as, for a second? Yeah, all the memes that have been going around with um, WAP and Karen because of her comments during that fireball scene. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Wow, that has been fun. Yeah. So, I didn't realize Giselle released the book she had been talking about so much. <laughs> She's an award winner. So I think the problem was like the book sounds like it came out like. Maybe while last season was airing, before this season was filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, she didn't time it right? Who is the publishing company behind this book? Do we know? Is it a publishing company, or is it her making copies in her I basement? Do. Oh, God, I hope not. Um, I don't know. Like, wh- where's our book launch party on the show? I know. But I'm happy she's an award winner, and they they seem to have sensed, like at least a producer to be out there with a cell phone filming like her left side while she got this, but there wasn't much other fanfare around that event. Yeah. I was very disappointed to learn that she does not narrate the audiobook. Cause like, if there is a housewife, I want narrating their it's book. Giselle. It's yeah. Giselle. Yeah. Okay. I like could not make heads or tails of like, the men are coming here for like um, a meal and then to, to take their women home. That I guess. was psychotic to me. Like they drove all the way out there to have a meal and a couple drinks and play like some dumb game. The dumbest of the games that we've played so far on this trip. And then they're leaving. I literally thought they were coming for a night and we'd have like a full night with the men. Yeah. But like Juan couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Well, he was, he was coaching a basketball or a, some sort of game. A basketball. A basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I got to say, like, we learn more about Wendy and Eddie. And, like, I love them. 
I love him. I know. I love their love. He had to like stand up to his family when it came to her, which is like made yeah. their marriage so strong. It feels like he really like knows and loves her, knows when she's hangry, she needs to eat. Um, he kind of has like a dorky energy about him that I like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like in his little Mr. Rogers sweater. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a cute sweater. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's an iconic fashion moment. Mm-hmm. It's like Ray hanging out with everyone always feels so strange. I know. Like, I I forget that he is significantly older. Well, yeah, because he's twenty years older than Karen, right? Yeah, something around. He's in his seventies. Yeah, and like Ashley is thirties, <laughs> but feels twenties. I mean, she started her show in her twenties. She's thirty-two yeah. right now. Yeah, Candace is like the same as far as like how she feels. Yeah. Yeah. It's like these women are so far off in age, a lot of them, as far as like a couple decades or whatever, but the, they work. Yeah. But like when you I add mean, the men in, especially yeah. Ray, it seems off. I I was shocked when we were celebrating Can- uh, not Candace, Monique's 36th birthday. Mm-hmm. Because like to me, she reads a little older, even though she just like gave birth to her third kid. Well, three, I mean, three kids in this day and age at 36 can be like, for some people, especially people like that we hang around with, that would be, you you would read older. Yeah. Whereas like Candace and, and uh, Ashley like feel like they're in their 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Anything else from like this little shindig? Oh, like Monique sleeping or pretending to sleep as Candace is leaving. I know. I also didn't like, I had a moment. I mean, like I usually am a Chris Samuels fan, mm. but I hated him during the do an impression of your wife moment. I thought that was yeah. gross. I, he like got on his knees with the bottle. I'm not like loving either of them. I know. The Samuels... Something's something's not right right now. Where it's like they're the personification of those wine glasses in their homes with like the sideway opening. Yeah, something sideways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I gotta say, like beautiful cinematography and editor effects with the Ashley stuff as she's driving home. Well, actually, she's not driving. She's, I think she's like driving around the next day. Yeah, that's that's what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah. And like running calling Michael calling Michael to like discuss things further after a night of them sleeping in separate rooms. And mm-hmm. then an hour later, additional news breaking with like pictures from a hotel room. <sighs> oh my god. It's like, how stupid is this man? How stupid I, is this man? He's been caught so like, many times. I think I mentioned this last week, like doing this, like in the throes of filming. I know, but like last season was all about comments he made while mic'd. So it's like, and comments and actions that he did while mic'd, because there were two different instances, let us not forget. There was the instance of him saying he would suck one's dick, and then there was the instance where he allegedly grabs the guy. Robin impersonating Michael (laughs) saying that is like something... We say a lot in this household. It's just so that funny. Is sick. That is sick. It's so funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. And like for this to be like this episode airing the the week she announces her baby. I know. Oh. And she's on Watch Lemons Live with Andre Leon Talley for a second time in her career. It's. That was so we like just so random. Um, one thing I wanted to say before we I know we've left the lake house, but I will yeah. say I did say something bad about Chris Samuels, which I stand behind and I didn't love him this episode, but I will say I did love him holding baby Dean. Oh, yeah. I'm, was- I'm actually, I was like proud of Ashley for being like so free with her baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, she strikes yeah. me as, like, someone who'd be, like, super nervous. But she's like, here, like, have Adam. <laughs> here we go. 
Okay, let's wrap this up with our freak of the week and the one true queen. Okay, so Brennan, who is our freak? Our freak this week is sad to say Heather Thompson for teasing a big announcement on Watch Weapons Live that turned out we we all got our hopes up and thought maybe the Holla Queen is coming back to Roni. But the yeah. announcement was that she has a new podcast coming out. And that podcast, I am excited for. So it's not a true, true freak. Yeah. Um, and it's being um, produced by the same people that produce Watch Rapids Live, which is yeah, crazy. That's, that's interesting. Like, I wonder if they produce anything else other than like a, the Watch Rapids Live podcast. I don't know. Yeah. And her first guest is Miss Tina Knowles. Yeah. Which I, as somebody who follows Heather on Instagram and always sees Tina Knowles liking the posts and commenting, knowing her history with Tina uh, through the House of Darion and other ventures, I'm excited for this conversation. For sure. Maybe we are the freaks for like hyping it up so much last week. Yeah, I just read our freak and then I spent most of the time praising the yeah. news. So yeah. yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay. Uh, our one true queen does deserve some praise. So it's hard to like get our heads around like these new housewives joining us on Salt Lake city, but someone caught our attention this week for kind of having a perfect response to a troll. Um, mm-hmm. So on Heather Gay's Instagram page, uh, someone commented, could you share more about your transition from male to female? You're going to inspire in all caps. So many people. So this was Heather's response. She said, I'm happy to be an advocate for the transgender community if it helps. I'm not transgender, but I don't consider it an insult to be called trans either. Let's bring as much awareness as possible to the entire LGBTQ community. I'm here for it. Hands up uh, emoji, kissy face emoji. I think like truly like a pitch perfect response to somebody who's obviously trying to like troll her and trans people at the same time yeah so i mean like hats off she joins a trifecta of housewives named heather including debro and Tala heather so i mean all great heathers Mm -hmm. i know so hopefully we continue to stay on her as the season airs but we'll be tuning in november 11th and i think that's it for this week that's everything so First and foremost, go join our Discord. Yeah. I think uh, if you head on over to comethroughqueen.com, we're going to make your lives easier. We have links to everything that we mention every week. Um, the Discord, the Patreon, where you could buy merch, our profiles. So it'll be like a one-stop shop for all your uh, Come Through Queen needs. Yeah. You can follow Dan on Twitter, IDKIDK. You can follow me at NotBrendan. You can follow the podcast at Come Through Queen. And that's it. Like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you. Come through, Queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.